This is the Publicity for Pet Businesses podcast with Rachel Spencer. Listen in each week for tips on ways to win media coverage and create content to make sure your pet business stands out from the competition. Hi, and thank you for tuning in to the first podcast of 2021. I've got something a little bit different for you today. It is about how to create a positive mindset for 2021, and it's with a brilliant lady called Sarah Baxter. So Sarah is a former pet blogger, and she's now a life and personal coach, and she helps people with all kinds of different things, and I wanted to get her along to talk about mindset. So in this episode, you're going to learn loads of really helpful and practical tips on how to take what we learn in 2020, the good and the bad stuff, and to turn it into something really positive for 2021. We talk about reflecting on the year that's just gone by, but reflecting on it in a positive way and really celebrating the things that you did that worked out really well. Um, and turning those into real positives for the coming year. So if you listen to this episode and you would like to learn more about Sarah, you can find out more in the show notes if you swipe up, if you're listening to this on an app, or if you go to the end of the blog post, you can find out there. And if you're listening to it at the time that this is going out, so on the 7th of January, 2021, um, and you'd like to come along to a class that I'm doing in my membership with Sarah, then do send me a direct message. There will be a link in the show notes for the episode and on the blog post. Um, it's an offer that I have where you can join the membership for a month, which means you will be able to come along to the class live. If you're listening to it after January 2021, it will already have happened. But if you are joining the membership, then um, it will be there for you to watch. Sorry about Patch snoring and sleep woofing there. Um, and now for the main part of the show. So I'm really excited to have a very special guest on the podcast for the first podcast of 2021. And the topic is going to be how to create a positive mindset for 2021. And I've got Sarah Baxter with me. So you may know Sarah already. She is a pet blogger um, and she has retrained as a coach. So she's come to join me to talk about how to have a positive mindset. And I'm really chuffed to have her here. So Sarah, can you introduce yourself and let us know a little bit about you and what you're doing now? And then we'll go back and talk a little bit about Twilight Bark as well, because I know people listening will be interested to know about that. Absolutely. Too. Well, thank you, Rachel, for the opportunity to, to speak. I'm really looking forward to talking today. Um, yes, yeah, so in terms of what I do now, I've been back to school over the last sort of, well, uh, 18 months or so. Uh, I trained with Barefoot Coaching, one of the leading training providers uh, in the UK. And yeah, I um, have now trained to become a personal and business coach, sort of working on mindset, resilience, confidence, um, all things like that, and hopefully to provide a lovely space in order for people to cultivate and grow their best thinking um, and to generate positive change in their lives, um, their mindset and their businesses. Fantastic. Okay, so I know a lot of people who listen to the podcast um, followed you and Twilight Bark and your adorable dogs. So can you tell us a little bit about Twilight Bark and what that was all about? Absolutely. Um, I was a, it was such a lovely uh, time in my life. So yeah, I ran um, Twilight Bark UK. Uh, and yes, the, the main sort of focal point of that were my two dogs, um, Ted and Millie, the miniature Daxons. Um, and we had so much fun over sort of a good couple of years. And with that, we were doing lots of um, blog posts, um, writing for other businesses, 
did a lot of um, live streams um, on Facebook, Facebook Live with different interviews. Um, and it was a, yeah, a really, really special time. Unfortunately, it sort of came to a juddering halt because um, some people may remember. Um, so Millie had to have um, spinal surgery um, twice, which was uh, a very difficult time to say the least, but that kind of stopped all the sort of you know normal things that we were doing so um sort of twilight bark had to go on pause and then she had to have it another spinal surgery a couple of months later um thankfully she's all good now which is a, a big relief but um yeah the amazing team at um Fitzpatrick referrals the super vet um managed to fix Millie and um and things like that but at the time it was uh yeah very difficult but prior to that we had a lovely time exploring working with lots of amazing pet brands. Um, I loved all the people that I worked with and I still do a little bit now behind the scenes and so not so much in front, but sort of behind the scenes. Um, and yeah, it was a really, really great time. Fantastic. So I followed you on Twilight Bark and I know we met at Crufts. It's coming up to four years ago actually now. Um, and yeah, and loved following the adventures of Ted and Millie. And I know from personal experience of you know what it's like when, when you have a when you have a kind of platform because I had the blog when I lost Daisy and it's it, when things are hard really? and you are kind of you've no it's not like you know we're on Big Brother or we're, or Coronation Street or something yeah. but you do kind of put yourself out there and then something when life throws you a big curveball like mini surgery like Daisy kind of was losing Daisy very quickly it is like oh crikey you know it's it's tough isn't it so I I, I totally um totally feel for you and empathize with all you know all that happened there um but I think it's um the one of the reasons why I'm so chuffed to have you on the podcast is because you we're going to talk about mindset but you also understand content and you understand how to you know how to how to you know how to showcase a pet business brilliantly because you've done all of that yourself as a content creator for brands but also as, as a you know as a content creator for you um so it's really great to have you here because I know you've got so many different hats that you have and so much different experience um so it's really helpful and now you've got the brilliant life coach um and personal sorry I, I know I get these things wrong but personal coach and business coach experience so it's just fantastic to have you here oh thank you Rachel that's lovely it's uh no, it's nice to kind of reflect on sort of what's gone on in the past but um but yeah I'm really excited to to see what we can bring today absolutely well. okay so what I wanted to ask you about first is um you know we have we've had a bit of a challenging 12 months over the last um you know since coronavirus hit so this time last year obviously we didn't even really know what coronavirus was and then it's completely turned our lives upside down um you know some people that they've lost family members they've lost loved ones they may have lost a business it's just been absolutely devastating um but from the devastation we also build resilience as well um, and I wanted to kind of ask you about for you to explain really to people listening um because mindset isn't normally my topic um you know how things like covid and what happened in the last year can affect our mindset and how we feel about ourselves and the world around us Absolutely. I mean, 2020, I think nobody could have predicted what occurred. It has been a, a shocking year for, for so many. Um, but yeah, it, it, there's a lot of lessons to be, to be learned there. And obviously, some people have been affected differently. And I think probably the first step in that situation is to acknowledge that, yeah, it's been, it's been a difficult year. Um, we don't have to kind of gloss over everything and pretend that it wasn't, it hasn't been bad because it, it has. And obviously the, the degree to which that is depends on everyone's personal circumstances. And I think everyone will have their own um, 
sort of viewpoint on how it's impacted them. So I think the first point is, yeah, acknowledge it. That's fine. And that's okay to do that. But the important thing is, is not to dwell on it too much and almost sort of bring it all together and sort of think about, well, what have I achieved from that? There's that you may not have achieved everything that you wanted um, with your pet business during 2020. However, you might have found some other opportunities there, or there might have been sort of things that it's taught you about yourself. You may not have achieved the sort of monetary goals or the type of sort of um, success that you would expect with a particular business, but you might have learned so many other things that you can be able to take on with you um, through the next part of your journey. Definitely. And I think um, one of the things that I've really kind of noticed, um, because I see obviously I see pet business owners on social media and in the middle of lockdown I launched this podcast and um, a membership community so um, yeah so I kept myself pretty busy but what I loved to see um, is you know how people adapted and there were a few people like so Lottie from the Cozy Canine Company who I know that you know um, and another lady called Kim and a few others as well came came from Leo Charlie and me who again I know that you know Um, they 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 kind of adapted really quickly and thought okay what what can we do so um both Lottie Kim and also Dee from something now they were like making scrubs for the NHS but they also started making masks and absolutely yeah so Kim for example she's um ended up being on like the first page of Google for you know handmade cotton face masks so she turned um she created an amazing opportunity for herself by responding to what was going on in the world and like obviously you know that's brought money into her business which is what she needed and that you know we all need we have to survive don't we but the other thing that she was able to do because of that she shared this on the podcast but she was able to she gives a percentage of her profits every year to spaniel aid and she's been able to give like it was 600 pound from the lockdown from the initial lockdown period and then another 1600 pound this year to spaniel aid Yay. i know wow i mean what what an achievement and talk about turning a negative into a positive yeah um, and that adaptability as you say Rachel is is so key and can be so useful in in a business so yeah I really sort of salute um all of those that have been able to do that incredible yeah so it's it has been you know there are, there are a lot of people who've really created opportunities from from what's happened particularly with online and creating products that that you know fit into the world that we're now in yeah. um yeah. but what I wanted to ask you about was um how you know I wanted to talk a little bit about how it we've just talked about a lovely positive there um but you know I also wanted you from a coaching point of view to talk about you know how how it is hard to keep going sometimes and you know just to keep moving and keeping ourselves busy when when all of this is going on with the world like I'm thinking about myself a little bit here um, sure. but that's, you know how would you say that kind of impacts on us emotionally so we've got all of this we've got all this unprecedented is a word that's been used so much hasn't it (laughs) all of this stuff going on that we've never experienced before and I know from my own experience my response was to keep busy keep busy keep busy keep going Um, but I know obviously we that does have an impact on us as well so what would you say the kind of main impact is when we you know when we when we just try to keep going and try and try to cope Absolutely. And like you say, in some instances, it can be really, really positive, but there can be sort of a a slight knock on effect. Um, I trained uh, last year. I'm a mental health first aider now, um, certified with Mental Health First Aid England. And there's a really useful exercise which um, I can I can share, which might be sort of quite useful. It's called the stress container. Yeah. The problem is, is that sometimes we can add 
so much sort of stuff to our plate, can't we? You know, whether that is, you know, off the back of something like coronavirus um, or just generally the pressures of running your own business. So for those listening, um, what I would like you to do is sort of try and imagine a, a container of some sort. Now, the size of that container, um, which is your stress container, will depend on how often you get stressed. So if you find that you get easily stressed, um, your the size of your stress container will be smaller, i.e. it will overflow a lot faster than, than you know, other times. If you're quite resilient to stress, you don't get impacted that much by it, your stress container will be larger. Mm-hmm. So it's less likely to overflow. And basically, it's really important to sort of look at, yeah, what are your sort of your sources of, of stress uh, to identify them, which helps you to take steps to minimise them. And also look out for your stress signature as well. Um, so for me, for example, I know when I'm really stressed because I'll be really irritable, yeah. <laughs> uh, quite snappy. Um, but also I sort of want to go up and hide to so sort of recognising what, what that is can be really, really helpful. And then, yeah, looking at those sort of your stress container if you then imagine there's a tap attached to your stress container which you can turn on so you can kind of lower the 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 amount of stress in it and looking at whether there are helpful or unhelpful methods so Rachel you spoke about um sort of you know working really hard and things and to a certain extent absolutely that can be a really positive thing to do but then make to make sure you're not overworking yourself either because Mm -hmm. then that can become something that will block the tap which will make your um, stress container rise a little bit so you want to look for helpful methods to help you so you know what what relieves your stress and that'll be different for everyone mm-hmm. so for me is going to walk my dogs um, just being outside in nature so identifying what are helpful methods and unhelpful methods can be really really helpful um, yeah sorry Go on. I know that's okay I was just going to say um when you were talking about like your stress signs or indicators or I can't remember how you describe them but I know for me I'm the same as you like I'm really you know I'll be really grumpy and yeah. poor, poor Tommy bless him oh um, I know and the other thing that I you know the other thing that I kind of tend to do is yeah I'm grumpy and ratty and I just need to be on my own so there have been you know times during lockdown and you can't but like if you're in a house with other people you can't can't go anywhere can you you can't do it and that that sort of leads me on on to sort of another thing as well Rachel it's um an exercise that I do with with some of my coaching clients which can be really helpful hopefully those listening today might find it helpful they can do it themselves as well particularly when you're talking about things um, out of your control, like coronavirus and the impact that it has on your business. Um, It's called circles of concern. And I'd invite people to sort of draw two circles, one inside another. um, And in the outer circle are all the things that you you cannot control or influence. Um, I mean, so the first thing you should do actually is to identify what you're worried about or what your topic is. And then, yeah, in the outer circle, all the things you can't control or influence. So that can be like world events, other people's opinions, Mm -hmm. and that's very reactive behavior. And then on your inner circle on your piece of paper will be all the things that you can control and influence. Um, So the time you get up, your type of lifestyle, um, whatever it is in relation to your pet business. And that's you being proactive. 
Um, and the basic you want to spend once you've done that sort of part of the exercise this is a very brief overview mm -hmm. goes into a lot more detail um, when I work with people one to one but you really want to focus your time on that inner circle a little bit mm -hmm. um, and that really really helps in terms of to sort of maintain your um, try and limit the stress a little bit because stress is such a big big thing I think over over half a million people have been signed off with um have experienced work-related stress and depression and anxiety in just this year so it's a lot of people oh my gosh definitely um and you know it's something like something that like you've just said that those circles I'm scribbling furiously as we're talking yeah. <laughs> but it's something really really simple that you can do and sometimes you do just need to take a step back take a breather and think okay because I have this I you know like when we went into the second lockdown I decided that I would do I would offer more to the people in my membership and I'd open up a um, another course and what? I knew I was kind of overloading myself a little bit but I kind of wanted to do it and it felt right at the time but one of the things that I did, and I know this might make me sound like a bit of a lush, but I thought, right, I'm not going to drink for a month. Well, the month of the first month of the second lockdown had loads on. So I thought I'm not going to have any alcohol and I'm going to go running like every day, not every day, but near enough every day. And that yeah. was so, so helpful. But they would be the two things in the inner circle that I could control. Absolutely. And that you're focusing your time, your time on and you know that it's good. And, and going back to the stress container, those yeah. are your, your things which are in, in the site, in the stress container, which will help you to turn the tap on to lower the stress as well. Yeah. Um, whereas sort of, you know, bad or unhelpful um, uh, ones can be sort of yeah, overworking and um, excess consumption. I can yeah. be quite bad on that. Have an extra cake uh, when I should <laughs> do if I'm feeling a bit distressed. Yeah. Um, so the, but those things aren't necessarily helpful to to relieving that stress. But that's yeah. amazing that you you recognise, right, I'm, I know I'm doing a lot of work. So what can I count? Can I counter that balance? So by you doing that running, um, yeah, that makes such a big difference. So well done you for yeah, recognising that. I oh, think. thank you. That's, no, that's half, the, half the step, I think, actually. Yeah. It did make a lot of difference, I have to say. Um, yeah. I did also eat a lot of chocolate, though, but that doesn't matter. Oh, that's what right. it's, 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 it's all balance. It's all balance, isn't it? That's, yeah. that's the thing. But, yeah, we just want to, I think, you know, it's such a, you know, well-being, mental health, it's such a um, prevalent thing, particularly from the year that we've had. And uh, I think the more people we can, you know, can talk about it and to can really start to look after themselves is is really um is really helpful and particularly those that work for themselves mm -hmm. you don't have someone to sort of tell you to stop working or to to look after yourself so um yeah it's the more we can recognize that early um uh, earlier the better i think okay so one of the things i wanted to ask you about as well was um and I guess it is kind of quite similar to what you talked about with the circles of of control there. Yeah. Um, but when we so when we have something that come something that comes along in our life like like the first lockdown, I know obviously it's going to be like a year, nearly a year on as we're as yeah. we're talking about this. But it's I think it's good to kind of look back really and realise the impact these things have, isn't it? But when something comes along that are, that is completely out of our control, um, you know, like if you're a dog walker for example and you had your your livelihood taken away from you in that first lockdown because we couldn't we couldn't go out and walk dogs um what do you kind of what do you think is like the emotional impact of that yeah absolutely there is a, a huge emotional impact and and like I sort of said at the at the beginning I think the first point is always that sort of acknowledgement that this this is bad mm -hmm. you know it's we don't have to cover over everything and pretend that it's not is acknowledging okay this isn't great yeah but the main thing is just to not stay in that place yeah. um 
a, a thing that I often sort of recommend um, or talk to with my clients is almost of setting aside a time if you want to have a, a bit yeah. of a, um, a panic and a worry is almost like set yourself an allotted time so mm-hmm. 30 minutes and say right I'm allowed 30 minutes to sort of think of how awful this is yeah. the impact it's having on me but then once that buzzer goes on your alarm that half an hour it's right okay so what and again coming back to that sort of circles of concern what can I do what what aspect can I take control of mm-hmm. um, obviously we can't control everything um pandemic or not there are things that are going to come up in our in our businesses and in our lives which we just don't see Mm -hmm. so it's just almost taking a step back taking a breath and then being right okay so what part of this can can I control um and then you can start to sort of work out the steps to get there Mm -hmm. um but yeah just always pause and take a breath yeah I think um I think that's really helpful. Um, and when you were talking then, it was reminding me of, I don't know if you ever watched the Sex and the City episode, but there was one where I think Charlotte had broken up with a boyfriend and or one of them had anyway. And they were saying about how, did you know it takes the time that you spent with your boyfriend times like one and a half for you to get over them <laughs> yeah. and stuff? And they were like, so, you know, you've got to take this time and you've just got to feel it and, you know, let yourself feel rubbish or heartbroken or whatever it is. Absolutely. And and sort of and talk about it as well. Is yeah. that we, I think particularly with social media that it is, we always feel we have to sort of put our best, best face forward don't we and sort of you know this is where everything's going amazing we've got all these great sales or you know I've done this with my business the fact is it's not going to be like that all the time so you know whether you put that out publicly that's up to you but at least have someone to at least share share your sort of your worries and I think that's probably what's the beautiful bit about your membership um, Rachel is the fact that you've sort of got a, a lovely group there that everyone's together to kind of to rise up and support each other and look for those people in your lives that that will lift you up mm-hmm. um there's a great saying again another exercise that I do um about a sort of a people audit in your life and who are those that are radiators yeah and who are those that are drains so who are those that are a drain on what you're doing and how you're feeling and who are those that really rate you know light you up keep you nice and warm support you um and you want to make sure that you've got more radiators than than drains if possible um and look look for ways in which you can have more of those so joining like your membership group Mm -hmm. um is a great way to do that Oh, thank you very much. And keep away from the drains when you're having a rubbish day, I think. Well, that's, well, that's <laughs> it, yeah. And it's about spotting it's spotting those as well. And and just sort of like asking for help and asking to say, you know, oh, actually, can I just have a talk about this? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not, yeah, it's choosing an allotted time. I think mm-hmm. that is the main thing. You don't want to stay in that place. There's a, yeah. there's a time for it and there's a knowledge, an acceptance of it. And then it's about, okay, what can I control? Definitely. Um, so when we were talking, because Sarah and I had a chat, we've had a few chats actually. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and when we were kind of shaping what we were going to talk about in this podcast, and Sarah was explaining, you know, the the various different things that she covers, um, and I was thinking, okay, what can we, you know, how can I, how can I kind of make it really helpful for the listeners? Yeah. Um, we were talking about like about how to reflect on on the challenging time, um, and then how to turn it around and how to how to actually get the positive from the from the challenging time that we've had um, and I know in the one breath I'm saying okay well some people have had you know turned 
things into really good opportunities but some people have found it really hard and mm. as you we've just been talking about you know we've all had all the cliches coming out aren't they but it's been a proper roller coaster yeah. like, I've had some days where I've been buzzing it's been like oh my gosh this is so good I've, you know some, something great has just happened for one of my members or they've had some brilliant exposure or whatever then I've had other days where I've had to you know just like want I just want to or have just burst out crying and I've been a complete yeah. wreck um, so we have got to kind of look at the highs and the lows. But what I really wanted us to do is to um, talk about like looking back. So we can look back at this difficult time, but we can um, and we can look back on it and reflect on it. But we can use it as a positive as we're looking forward into the future. So I'd lo- I would love it if you could kind of share some practical tips on how we can reflect on what's happened and then take it into 2021 and make it into something, uh, you know, something really positive. So something is like a driver for change absolutely and I think that's the that's the thing it's it's spotting the opportunities through through hardship essentially mm-hmm. and I think some of your listeners might be sitting there like I sort of said at the beginning thinking oh you know I just haven't I haven't got what I what I wanted I haven't done what I needed to do with my business but I can guarantee you that there are so many things that you have done in 2020. And I think probably a great exercise to do is um, we just don't give ourselves time to sort of give ourselves a pat on the back. And like you said, Rachel, we've spoken about this, haven't we? To yeah. sort of say, right, what have I actually done? And to actually sit down and really think about it. Not the things you haven't done, just put those to one side for now, but really focus on the things that you have done. And those don't need to be great, big, huge milestones either. Those can be any, anything and everything in, in between. And actually to sort of set aside some time to, to sit down, quite whatever is conducive to you for thinking. So I love thinking when I'm out walking my dogs. Uh, it's really peaceful um, and really spending some time just thinking about what have I achieved others it might be actually sitting down at a desk getting a piece of paper and just writing down what have I achieved this year you know you might be sitting there thinking oh well nothing or I I can't remember dig into your um your email inbox go through and have a look at any comments that were made pretty sure there'll be some in there if you've got if you're on social media have a look at some any comments that have been left over the last year um and just almost sort of creates um something I love to do is almost like creating a toolkit of all of these lovely things about you Mm -hmm. and I don't know if it's just a you know us as humans we don't like to to celebrate ourselves and to kind of to say oh I've actually done quite well there um because it can I don't know people may think oh I'm, I'm being arrogant or I don't want to say that because that's yeah I'm being too sort of big for my boots but actually spending some time to recognize all the amazing things big and small can be a really really good foundation to give you confidence because you will need confidence whenever you're running your own business yeah. there are so many pressures and different things going on all of the time you've got so many plates spinning in the air that having some time to really reflect on what you've done can really be helpful to give you confidence and resilience moving forward so yeah I'd recommend sitting down or going for a walk and just really thinking about what have I achieved not the have nots what have I done um and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised by um, by the outcome. Yeah, so, so true, Sarah. Um, one of the things I do, which 
I think, oh my God, I'm, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit of a nerd with this. And I never used to tell people about it, but um, I, do, I do now because I think it's really good. And other people have done it and they've said that they like it as well. Um, yeah. I have got a physical, I'm not in my office as I'm talking to him upstairs because Tommy's in there. But anyway, I, I would yeah. show you this if I could. But I've yeah. got a physical win folder, which I, when, when somebody sends me like a nice message on Facebook or, or WhatsApp or whatever, I print it out and put it in there. And then if I'm having a day where I think, oh God, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? Everything's, everything I do is rubbish. I just look in the wind folder and it's like, oh, that makes me feel so much better. It is, it's so important, Rachel. And, and I, I, it's something that I really recommend with my clients to do actually, particularly those who are running their own businesses, because we just, I think we're always focusing on what's next, aren't we? Mm-hmm. What's next, what's next? And I think particularly in a new year, it's really tempting to be, you know, setting all these really, you know, exciting goals, which are great. And there's definitely a time and a place to do that. But almost before getting there, give yourself a pat on the back because yeah. um, you will, you'll find it so much, uh, so more, much more useful um, later on and being able to have, like you say, a win folder um just something to go to so if you don't have one absolutely make sure that you do moving forwards um and also like other people like to use like a gratitude journal um just simple things of you know what what are my three three things that are good things that have happened today Mm -hmm. almost getting into the habit whether that's yeah at the end of the day end of the week whatever fits in with you um because we can rush through and we're always looking for the big things as well Rachel aren't we we're always looking for like oh this this huge things happen and that's a success but actually the smaller things all sort of add up um so the more that you can collect of those the better because that's almost like your your foundation if you think of like the foundation of a house Mm -hmm. if you haven't got a good solid foundation the house that you're building on top of it is just eventually going to fall down it may stay up for a little bit but if you haven't got a good solid foundation there um it's going to be a bit rocky and I think that's quite a a good analogy so if you can try and get a really solid foundation where you've got all these lovely sort of comments and feedback about the things that you've done or just the things that you recognize in yourself as well it doesn't have to be external praise it can be also just things that you've done yourself or things mm-hmm. that you've overcome particularly over over coronavirus um yeah look at your strengths what what skills have you learned um and those might be unexpected skills as well that we some of us take for granted but um yeah what skills and strengths have you have you generated um through this through this year and that could have been something terrible happening but how has that turned into a positive Mm -hmm. yeah as you were as we were chatting then I was just thinking about a couple of examples and like one of them would be so when you know if we were kind of looking back at the year you might think oh gosh it was really rubbish because there weren't any shows for me to go and sell my products at but then look at you know I talked about Kim before Kim from Leo Charlie and me she had this amazing thing with the face mask which bless her she was I was messaging her once and she was saying oh I was up until three o'clock in the morning making masks me even had her daughter making them because it was so it went so crazy wow so she could have thought oh god this is all rubbish because I'm not going to have any shows to go to and Kim's also got a, a health condition as well so she's had to fully shield for the whole of lockdown but she's turned it into a, an amazing opportunity and her visibility online is huge and the benefit you know she wouldn't okay she's not been to the shows but she hasn't had to pay the money to go to the shows and she's actually made more money this year so 
so it swings and roundabouts, isn't it? But there's another lady who I wanted to mention as well called Dawn. And Dawn runs, um, Dawn Wilkinson name is, and she's got a company called Nosy Dog, um, which was Carlisle Dog Training. So no, Dawn is a dog trainer. And she'd been kind of, she was working at the kennels part-time and then doing the dog training. And I think she did some walking as well. Um, but because of lockdown, she was no longer working at the kennels and she did um, loads of work online um, and loads of kind of loads of work on her business and you know content related and outreach and that kind of thing um, and now she is she's basically launched puppy classes she's doing really well with those she's wow. had some brilliant um some great publicity and she's also at the point like where she's completely sold out of puppy classes which might never happen might never have happened if she was still kind of you know her her mind was thinking I work at the kennels most of the time and and because you you you're not open to those opportunities as much, are you? If you've got, you know, a certain percentage of your week taken up by a job. Um, Absolutely. And so also, yeah. there's a bit of there, Rachel, as well, what you're saying about, there's um, there's a thing called um, the fixed mindset versus the growth mindset. Yeah. So if your fixed mindset is, oh, I can't do anything about it, and, oh, this has all happened to me, yeah. and, well, this is who I am, and I, you know, I can't change, versus a growth um mindset which it sounds like Kim has got in space yeah. where she was like okay what am I going to do I can't go to the shows and she's diversified there um and there's um, a great um book um also she's on YouTube she did a great TED talk um Dr Carol Dweck um yeah. uh, her book Mindset and um yeah really worth worth having a read if you if you can um and she talks all about the differences between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset so the more that we can do and, and by a growth mindset I mean yeah being open to opportunities thinking about what is it that I can do um and how am I going to to get there and what skills do I need what do I who can help me with that and being open to it oh do you know I'm kind of nodding as you're chatting to me because this <laughs> Right, I was completely fixed mindset until probably around the time that I met you, so four years ago, and I thought, okay, all I can do, and this was for years, I've been freelance for like 15 years in 2021, um, so for at least 10 years, I thought, all I can do is be a journalist, all I can do is wait for someone to commission me or for the phone to ring, that is yeah. all I can do, and yeah. it was only when I kind of had the idea for the blog and did a little bit of, did a little bit of digital marketing training, that I thought actually no I have got other skills and there are other ways that I can use the skills that I've got in a different way rather than just journalism and I was so shut off to doing anything other than what I'd done for all that time and so I can see you know I can see both sides of it and it wasn't even that long ago that I was like that it was only you know a few years ago so but it's amazing that again though Rachel that you took the time to sort of to recognize that and that okay this is where I am but actually I want I want a bit more and yeah. I think the more that we can kind of also it's like not to sort of give yourself too much of a hard time a fixed mindset because that's where you're comfortable yeah. and that's where that's what you know and that's where you've been and that's what that's what you do it's a comfort thing and it's always really scary to stretch your comfort zone um I felt the same when I went back to do my my training my coach training and sort of being back back to school back to university um studying uh really really scary but actually if you can just you know the brain is like a muscle isn't it essentially yeah. and you want the the more that you can kind of stretch it um the better it will it will be so um yeah fixed mindset is it's it's comfortable but it's about sort of getting out of the 
the harbour a little bit mm. and, and pushing forward. And, and like you said, and doing what we just said earlier about sort of writing down all the skills and strengths that you've acquired over 2020, that will really help you know to note all your skills and things and note how note how you can grow um it later on in the year definitely um no I can definitely speak from experience with, with all of these things and I, now I think oh god why, why was I so rubbish for all those years why wasn't I more open-minded but I think these things also I think sometimes these things just happen at the right time for you don't they or was, it wasn't right for me then um, no, but, yeah but I think Covid has obviously sped things up for a lot of people I think with me certainly with my business I've done things a lot sooner than I would have done if it wasn't for all that's happened um okay so I've talked and talked and talked we've had a brilliant chat and I've loved talking to you um and I know that you're going to come in and do a um you're coming in to do a class with the people in my membership in a couple of it'll only be like a week or so actually when this really? podcast goes out I'm so, so excited I know and a lot of people are really very much looking forward to seeing you because they know you from um from Twilight Bark yeah. um, and I wanted to do a little bit of Q&A from um some 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 of the people who um are in my Facebook group and I mentioned I was chatting to you and they said and I said if you got any questions or anything you'd like us to cover um so is it okay to just go through a few of the questions now oh. Yes, please. I'd love okay. to hear them. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay, so Caroline and Jordan, Jordan Ely have both said, would you ever bring back Twilight Bark? We loved it. Oh, that is so lovely. Um, I, Thankfully, Millie is so much better. Um, so I possibly could, but I think for now, I'm kind of concentrating on this sort of next, next phase of, of life. So mm -hmm. Uh, never say never. I've still got the the website. It's just sitting there, um, sort of bubbling, bubbling over, and all my social media pages are still there. So um, you never know. Uh, but I might have to just maybe just do a little quick update, a little yeah. update post, so you can all see some latest pictures of Ted and Millie. <laughs> oh, brilliant! Okay, yes, we would love to see the dogs. Yeah. So Fantastic. Okay, so Ross from By Benji, um, she says, Sarah was one of our first reviewers. Will you will you be sharing a little bit about Millie, one brave little sausage, um, and how she's doing now? So can you give us a little update on how Millie is doing for Ross and for various other people? Absolutely, yes. Hi, Ros. Um, yeah, she, she is, thankfully, I always say at the moment, because I always worry that when I sort of say that she's doing well, it seems to sort of go wrong. But we're sort of about, uh, yeah, two years on since her last surgery. She had to have two surgeries quite close together. So, yeah, um, yeah she had a degenerative um, disc disease, which is common with Dachshunds. So, um Thankfully, she is as naughty as ever. Her sassy, cheeky personality is very much there. If anything, I'd say it's turned up the volume of her sassiness, naughtiness. But um, she's doing really, really well. Thank you. Um, but yeah, she she does miss her modelling. <laughs> oh, I bet she does. <laughs> yeah. I remember seeing uh, one of your posts where you were talking about like loads of students stopping and taking your photo. In oh God, that was so funny. We went into the centre of Oxford. <laughs> it was hilarious. And literally it was um, yeah, all these students around taking photos of us, me take, uh, of taking photos of, of me and Millie and Ted. Oh, um, whilst I was trying to get them to, I think I was doing some modelling for Country and Twee, I think. So yes, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. Good times. <laughs> So Nadia from Nadia Sidebottom from Moo Moo and Bear um, also said she wanted to find out about Millie as well. Um, oh, Michelle from Scruffy Little Terrier said, love yeah. Sarah, always so positive and kind, looking forward to seeing you again. And oh. yes, and so did Kate from Dossie Four Paws. Um, oh, lovely. I know. So they, Kate, nice. 
when you've yeah. been away for a little while it's always a bit sort of oh well people remember me well they want to remember me and so it's really nice to hear that people still remember uh me ted and millie it's lovely to know. So thank you and i'm really i am really looking forward to doing the um yeah the class in your membership rachel can't wait for it It'll be, be good oh thank you well um kate and kate and michelle are both said they're very much looking forward to it too um so finally I know we've just been talking about how we need to look back and not look forward look back as well as looking forward um but I wanted to finish up I guess with what's next for you in 2021 so I know you've you've relaunched you, you've got this exciting new business so can you tell us a little bit about that yeah absolutely so yes as I said I've been been back to school so I've been back training with barefoot coaching and I'm also doing a postgraduate certificate with the University of Chester so um, I'm also getting my accreditation from the International Coaching Federation so that should be coming anytime soon so that means that I'm a, a, an associate certified coach mm-hmm. uh, something uh, something I'm really proud of um, so I've been doing a lot of work uh, with clients in 2020 to get to that sort of that level of, of coaching um so yeah i'll be launching my business which is um called or going to be called uh, good thoughts grow here uh so we will be on social media um coming up very soon first quarter of 2021 so hopefully rachel you might put the link in the in the show notes um yeah, depending on when this goes out beginning it we, we might not be out just then but hopefully some details will be but um but yeah it's very much as I said I'm on I'm really on a mission Rachel to sort of encourage people to recognize their own strengths their abilities resilience and sort of put that together with their wishes and their values um Mm -hmm. to help people achieve what they want for their life um there's lots of different interpretations of what coaching is and and each one is is fine so so mine is is very much sort of as traditional as coaching is coaching is still relatively new um ish um but so mine is very much working with people to help them explore their own thoughts and their own knowledge about things um there's a there's a saying by a, an author that i love um called nancy klein which is uh, the mind that contains the problem also contains the solution often the best one um, and that's very much where I come from um, with my business, um, Good Thoughts Grow Here, uh, where we work together, partner together, um, one-to-one sessions. But I will be launching um, some short courses as well for people to do, um, potentially some group coaching later in the year, mm-hmm. um, where yet yeah, very much of um, yeah, partnering together and sort of removing any sort of blocks or beliefs um, and also just sort of really yeah just growing your your very best thinking as I said at the beginning it's about mm-hmm. um yeah providing a really sort of quiet space to sort of cultivate and grow your best thinking um in order to generate positive change um in your life so uh something I'm really proud of and um I'm excited to see where it goes but also yeah. nervous so you know the same as everyone else when they launch their businesses it's it's always a scary time but um I'm going to get out of my own way and um myself out there and today was the first step of doing that Rachel so thank you for doing the podcast (laughs) oh my gosh thank you so much I'm really chuffed to be with you um or to be kind of be I know it sounds a bit like x-factory but I'm really chuffed to be part of it part of the old journey yeah no thank you it's so good and I will link to your new website and new social media handles in the show notes. So if you're listening on an app, um, you can just swipe up and you'll be able to see Sarah's details and find out more about her if you don't know her already or find her new details. Um, and, and 
yes and obviously she's, you're coming in to do um a chat with the people in the membership as well um and i also wanted to ask you as well like um i think it's really like i think i've i've had some mindset coaching as well over the last few months which has been so so good i can't tell you how really how helpful it's been um but yeah i think the reason why i loved having i love having you here today is because you you know you kind of understand the industry and um i think you know as a either as a you know I don't it's weird I guess with what I do in my membership I don't see myself as like a mentor or anything like that but it is coaching isn't it and I think sometimes having a coach who understands what it is that you do in your job um in your in your particular industry um is really really helpful so um I imagine you know for any pet business owners listening and thinking that coaching might be for them it will be like a total it would be completely brilliant to know that there's someone out there who does completely get the industry as well so I just wanted to say that sorry for waffling on a little bit at the end there but um, yeah it's really it's really great for you for people to know your background as well I think absolutely um, and and I you know I do understand to to a, a, an extent of you know with Twilight Bark from the, the pet side of things and mm-hmm. I I also know the sort of the type of people in the pet community and uh, I I love that that they all just seem to be a a certain type really just lovely warm friendly and um hopefully that's what I am that's what I like to think of myself and so hopefully there's a good sort of partnership there um and that sort of understanding and I think to someone to you know it can be quite lonely um working for yourself um and I think having a space and and also we just don't give ourselves the space to really think about through things and Mm -hmm. we can kind of go off on a tangent can't we uh and I think to an extent that's almost what I did with Twilight Bark I was just kind of so in the moment I didn't really plan anything and I was just yeah. sort of drifting around and flopping around um I think I could have made it better and I can see that now but I couldn't see that at the time um so I think just having that space to actually talk to talk about yourself but without yeah. someone telling you exactly what you should be doing just listening I think yeah. is such a yeah can be quite a beautiful thing I know it can be a beautiful thing <laughs> Oh my gosh, you are so wise. It's so brilliant talking, so brilliant oh, listening to you and talking to you. Um, I'm very conscious of time though, and I know you're busy, so I'm going to wrap things up now, but obviously we're going to be speaking very soon. We will. Thank you so, so much for coming on, Sarah. I think I know I've got loads of notes here. I know I've learned loads. I've taken loads away from chatting to you, and I hope that people listening to will listening to this will do as well. So thank you so much for coming on. It's my pleasure. And I'd just like to leave one question that might Go be on. useful for your, for your listeners to help them in terms of the next year. And that is, what is the best thing that could happen to you in the next year? Okay. Question for you all to just reflect on and to think about. So what is the best thing that could happen to you okay. in this next year? Um, and see what little seeds of ideas rise up and then sort of maybe think about how you might get there and what steps you might need to take to to have that impact um, on you and your business for 2021 fantastic well that is a perfect uh perfect note to finish on so thank you again sarah and well, i will look you, forward Rachel. to seeing what you do in 2021 yes i'm going to put you on the spot now no. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, oh, thanks so much thank you for listening to the publicity for pet businesses podcast For more free resources and ways to promote yourself as a pet entrepreneur, visit www.publicityforpetbusinesses.co.uk.